The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Oh, you can smell it in the air, MJ. Footy's back. Oh, we weren't on last week, but isn't it good to have it back? It's like it never left. You can just feel it in the Melbourne atmosphere. It's just hanging over you. There's no reason to talk about anything else now. Well, basically... Just a footy, footy, footy. To almost to our detriment. Mm. But we've got some other stuff we'll cover you off. You sort of forget what you did talk about over the summer when yeah. footy's back. Did, what, uh, did we watch sport? Yeah. That's what right. was this show about? Yeah, I want to, you know, I like talking about will Nathan Buckley be sacked or not. <laughs> <laughs> we did that all summer. Yeah. Um, some interesting games today. Geelong over the Ruse by a point. Yep. D's over the Blues by 22 points in a scrappy affair. Melbourne supporters won't be too happy with that game, although a win's a win. Yep. Um, and power over Dockers by 89 points. Now, an interesting one there. A Dockers still crap or a power going quite good this year? I think the power are quite good. Maybe a bit of both. I'm calling it early. They've yeah. been impressive for two weeks in a row. We're going to chat to the age rider Ronnie Lerner a bit later on. He's mm. going to discuss the Jesse Hogan incident. Jesse Hogan today. could be in a bit of trouble. Now, they didn't focus it on it too much in the broadcast, mm. but he may be under scrutiny from the match well, review Well, panel. it was late mm. and it was off the ball. It's very interesting. And mm. we're also going to cover off Kyrgios over there in Miami. Yep. What have you got for us? I've got some breaking news next on the Collingwood Wait. Football Club. Who's breaking it? Me. You're breaking the news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's coming oh. up next on the Greenfield Post on Triple M. MJ, you won't tell me what it is. Nope. But you've got breaking news, Collingwood related. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Okay. Well, you're going to tell the listeners. Yeah. Well, I pumped it? it up in the opener. I you said did. that I had breaking news on Collingwood. Yeah. And it, the, my standards are high here. Mm. What have you got? Word has filtered out to me mm. from connections at Collingwood. That's your source, unknown. Yeah, yeah, that it's that Josh Dacos may make his debut this weekend. Um, what was the... So what's the... What's the breaking news? <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> so Mate! Just when, you're going too! See, it's been a pretty bad... It's been a bad couple of weeks for Collingwood supporters, but... You might have four debut next yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just... It's been a rough couple of weeks for Collingwood supporters, so yeah. there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Your coach is going to be sacked within the next 10 weeks, your club's a rabble, <laughs> and your breaking news is that you might have a debutant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always glass half full. You are. Yeah. Almost to your detriment. Yeah. Might debut. Might? You don't... <laughs> your source won't even tell you if it's true. Well, this is nothing. This just, is a non-story. You heard it here first. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. Keep a close eye well, here we go. the Mc- team announcements on Thursday. McCluggage might debut for the Lions. Yeah. That's as accurate as yours. <laughs> what did that? Oh, that is garbage news. Yeah. All right, I'm going to switch topics on you. Now, let's get to some real footy. Oh, well, that is sort of real footy news. Let's yeah. get to some... <laughs> let's get to silly footy. Silly footy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carlton today. Yeah. Now, they've unveiled their banner form this year. So last week, and I don't know if anyone saw it, oh, they're trying to emulate the Bulldogs, who obviously had some great banners now last th- year. It all worked out well for the Bulldogs last yeah. year, because their rise through the to, yeah. the to the top of the AFL ladder sort of coincided with <laughs> the banners being really That's funny. True. The banners were funny. They played well. Yeah, they won the flag. All, it was all it happening. Was, it was a great it was sort of like, setup. It was sort of like never tear us apart over in Port Adelaide, yeah. being good when the team's good. Yeah. But everyone sort of hates it when the team's not doing well. Yeah. So it's quite difficult to make funny banners when your team's sitting in 18th spot. Yeah. Well, if your banners are an indication of how you're going to play, Carlton should just give up. (laughs) (laughs) Because they've looked over at the Bulldogs and thought, hang on, they've had great success with funny banners. Why don't we do funny banners? We can think of funny slogans. There's there's 20 of us here. Surely (laughs) surely one of us can... All right, so this was last week. So yeah. I've gone, Richmond's five-year plan mm. has become a disaster. 
the vision impaired like Dusty's barber. So they've had a pot shot at a plan yeah. that is no worse than theirs. Yeah. And, and Dusty and, Martin's haircut's fine. <laughs> and they've had bad. a go at a guy that ended up kicking four on them and getting 33 yeah. touches. He tore them to pieces. So yeah. that was short-sighted. And I think it has like a grammatical error in that. Yeah, like it, it says the, the vision impaired. The vision impaired. Yeah. Poor. Today's Terrible was banner. Well, today's was worse T- than that. Today's was worse than that. I've got it for you. You haven't heard this. This is mm. a cracker. D's fans are about to have an off day like Beulah. You might have yachts, but hovercrafts are cooler. <laughs> what are you laughing for? <laughs> That's horrible. I have three what, main Buell, issues with this. Was that a, like not like the joke is about Mount Buller? No, it, no, Beulah. Oh, Beulah. So my first issue, they've referenced a '90s film that couldn't be less. '80s? Is it '80s? Yeah, it couldn't be less relevant. Mm. The day is Ferris Bueller's day off, not yeah. off day. Off the, yeah, so that's he actually incorrect. Had, he actually had a great day, if you've seen the film. He had one of the best days ever. <laughs> Which I don't think. Yeah. The anyway, movie is about the best day ever. I don't think anyone from Carlton's seen the film. Yeah. Because they certainly didn't have a Ferris Bueller's Day Off today out there at the Jeep. <laughs> that's right. And then they've talked up their hovercraft. Isn't that the one that crashed in the Yarra? Yeah. <laughs> that everyone hates. Everyone thinks it's shit. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Phil, this weekend I've had my head in footy. And yep. haven't really been paying attention to much other of the sports that are around. No. But you've I've come in here the, tonight and you've said, I need to talk about Kyrgios. I do need to talk about Kyrgios. I'm fired up. So can you run me through what's happened this weekend with Nick Kyrgios? Yeah. Well, first of all, off the bat, mm. I am a big Kyrgios fan, which at mm. times comes with, uh, it comes with disdain. People often call me an idiot. People say that uh, he's a flog. You shouldn't oh, yep. support him. He's a mm-hmm. disgrace to the country. He's mm-hmm. one of the most entertaining tennis players I've ever seen in my life. Yep. I, I just love what he brings to the game. Yep. And he's in a purple patch of form. Mm. Obviously, he's beaten Novak Djokovic a couple of times mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. He beat Goffin in this tournament at the Miami Open. Yep. He was He's a giant killer at the moment. He's, mm-hmm. he's taking down everyone. And he came up against Federer. And he... Took the second could, set. Could you think of more two more opposite tennis players yeah. than Federer and Kyrgios? Exactly. And so... Ying and Yang. The first two sets both mm. went to tie breaks. They won one apiece. Mm-hmm. And then the third set also went to a tie break. But the Miami crowd, Americans watch their tennis like it's a wrestling match. And they have their hero and they have their villain and they were booing. Yeah. Like not <laughs> just like little jeers or just really a clapping mm. aggressively towards Roger. They were actually booing and... Really getting under the skin of Curious, which is not very hard to do. Well, he doesn't really have the best relationship with the crowd, no. does he? But, even but even so, in Australia when everyone is on his side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I think sometimes he plays a bit better with a crowd against <laughs> yeah. him. He's a bit of a heel. Yeah. But anyway, he was getting booed this whole match. They were whistling. They were jeering at him. Even Roger's wife was whistling at him. They, they Roger's were, wife was getting into it. Yeah. They, she, was, she just normally sits in the box there looking cranky. Yeah. Well, she was actively booing she Kyrgios. Was actively was she? against him. Because, yeah. uh, and I, I imagine that it would be pretty hard to resist if the yeah. whole crowd's is booing and you're mm. just sitting idly by. But if you listen to this last point, so this is effectively match point. So yep. Kyrgios is serving. It's only a three-set match. Uh, yeah. Three-set yep. match if it's outside of Grand Slam. And... Mm-hmm. He was serving. It was about six all from memory, and this was a vital point, and this is what happened. So I don't know if you quite heard that, but play it again. At the very start, a woman yells out when he'd hit the ball to the other end at Roger's baseline. You you can hear someone, you can hear hear a woman yell out. Yeah. Mm. So he thought, 
you know, because it all just sounds like noise at the other end. You think a, a linesman's going to be calling out. Mm. And someone did it earlier in the match to Roger. So the umpire yep. had already said, don't talk when the, when the play is being played. Mm. And I just found it incredibly frustrating. He so blew up can, at the can crowd. Can we do it one more time? Because yep. then Kyrgios then cracks it at the woman in the crowd that yelled out. Is that yep. right? Yeah. He says, what are you doing? It effectively lost him the match. Yeah. Like, of course, he should have, you know, got the next point mm. in, et cetera, et cetera. There's but a place for yelling out at sporting events. And I'm mm. not sure a tennis match is the right sport to be doing that kind a, of thing. A tennis match is not it. And obviously... As can... much as I love the crowd getting into it. Yeah. It's, and not, he... the, it's not the World Wrestling Federation. No. It's not that's... WrestleMania. It was like they were watching The Rock. Mm. And I know Kyrgios is a sort of, he's a bit of a whinger. And I, I mm. understand why people might not like him. But, like, it's a professional sport. He, he's yeah. He's... He's entitled to have a bit of a, a bit of a temper tantrum every now and then. Yep. Because I know if I'm if I'm just playing Monopoly with my family, I'm <laughs> I'm the first person to blow up. And if I right. <laughs> if I had someone in my ear, yeah. well, what, you and I both played in a mixed netball team last year. Oh, and you, you were like, you took that way too seriously. <laughs> if I, if there was an, an a stray whistle on yeah, the other I, side look, of the road, and if if the, the Oz umpires are listening from the Richmond <laughs> Netball Club, I apologize. I was embarrassed. I was playing at fullback or what? <laughs> What's that? Is, yeah. No, I was the curious. What's fullback called again in netball? Goal defence. Goal defence. I was goal defence. What were you? You were goal shooter. Yeah. And I was the curious of Richmond Netball. Yeah, geez. I felt sorry for the umpire. I apologise to everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. And Will, we've joined, we're joined by a big guest now. Mm. He writes for The Age. Yep. And he's had that many back pages this year. It's actually getting quite embarrassing for the other journalists there at The well, Age. Well, he calls himself back page learner. He does. So on the line, we've got Ronnie Lerner. Ronnie. How did you enjoy uh, the weekend's footy? Yeah, g'day, Flogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the footy was, was actually, I thought it was really good again. I think uh, round two backed up round one very well. I think uh, very exciting stuff um, in, most, in most games. Well, there are, and I think, yeah, go on. There are about five almost upsets where yeah, underdogs yeah. were leading in the last quarter. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, you had the, the Lions-Destinon game, obviously. That's the one that springs to mind. And Carlton-Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And of course, North Geelong. I mean, how good was that game? Yeah. That was an absolute ball burster. Absolutely. So, you know, it's always good when two teams kick over a hundred. Um, and and yeah, the the, the Bulldogs Sydney game as well. The Swans were almost with three debutants, if you don't mind. They almost yeah. You know, early early contender for early contender for game of the season that one. Yeah, that was a ripper. But I mean, Geelong North as well. Let's yeah. Be, I mean, the, the two cracking games. So mm. I think AFL fans and the AFL themselves will be very happy with the first 18 games of the season so far. A game that wasn't good was today was the power getting over the Dockers by 89 points. Do you reckon the Dockers are shit house this year or do you think the power are pretty good? <laughs> I think I think, <laughs> I think there's definitely a bit of column A and column B. Probably a bit more column B on this one I think. Mm-hmm. I really think Freo are going to stink up the AFL big time this year. I really, I had, I had a glimmer of hope pre-season that the Dockers may actually, mm. you know, with Fife and Johnson and Sandyland, and they brought back, you know, sorry, and they recruited Hill and McCarthy and, and uh, Kirsten and even Hamlin just won a premiership. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, Ben Brunel was, you know, expected to come and play at some point, but geez, I, I thought, you know, maybe they could have pushed for mid table, but they have just been pathetic in their first two uh, game. Mm, certainly. Now, the reason for our call, Ronnie, um, <laughs> I've heard you're a bit of an authority on this Jesse Hogan incident because from what I've seen, a lot of the broadcasters haven't really touched on it. Now, can you explain what happened and what do you think will be the outcome? 
Well, I tell you what, there was it was pretty clear vision from um, behind the the goals at the uh, I think it was the Ponsford uh, stand end, uh, the city end, and he's just um, Hogan's just has a nice little clip. Uh, it may not have been intentional, but the the, the end product is a, a clenched fist made contact with Rose Chin, Gee. and Sammy Rose did not see it coming. And now the I'm not going to say it was as bad as Barry Hall on Brent Staker. <laughs> no. Are we talking? Is that even in the conversation? <laughs> no. no, it's the only reason why it's in the conversation is. is because, you know, Rose sort of fell in a heap very similarly to the way Staker did. Didn't sort of know what the hell was going on. But he wasn't, I don't think he was knocked out or anything like that, like Staker was. But, and it certainly didn't pack the same punch as what Barry Hall did. Let's, let's, not go, let's not go too far. Well, but Roddy, what I'm, what I'm hearing is that Jesse Hogan has punched Sam Rowe Barry Hall style. We're going to run with okay. that. <laughs> you know what? He, he, it, was, it was worse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's in the promo. <laughs> so what's your call? Do you think you'll get one or two weeks or nothing? Oh, probably 12. No, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> no, I actually, he's in danger. In all seriousness, he's in danger of copying at least a week. There's no question. He can't really, could even, he could even come uh, be judged as med- medium impact. You know, it was quite, yeah. you know, and it was off the ball as well. Let's not forget, it was off the ball. And it was that free kick that sort of, uh, I forget who the Demons player was, but he was, he was about to send the ball inside 50 and, it's sort of, uh, you know, Hogan, the, the incident led to a, a reversal and Carlton went away with it. And uh, Simon Goodwin, Goodwin would not have been happy with that at all. All right. Yeah, th- this isn't on the couch, Ronnie. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, well you, you, know, you haven't told your listeners that I've, I've, I've actually made you. So, yeah, is that, is that clear? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the listeners know that I actually made your career. Yeah. Oh, we've got to wind him up. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all we have time for. Sorry, <laughs> cut him, cut him. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, just before I let you go, mate, uh, MJ dropped some breaking Collingwood news earlier, and he built it all up like it was some exclusive. It was. He's, <laughs> he's I got, still stand by it. He's got mail that Josh Dacos might debut next week. <laughs> <laughs> a team, well, a we, team that's zero and two with their coach on the chopping block see? might bring in a well, debut. I'm just, I just, I thought it was time for some positive <laughs> news out of Magpie Land. Yeah, but there's a difference between wanting some positive news and, you know, claiming it as an exclusive. I mean, <laughs> it was an emergency. He was an emergency. He got done by Richmond by about, what was it, three or four goals? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say that's fair. You know, you don't have to be honest trying to work out that Dave might actually debut this <laughs> week. Uh, you know, if we, if, we, if, we, if we listen to you the way you've been talking the last three weeks, he's been he's on, he's on track to win the, the Brownlow in the VFL like, by that far at the moment. I've backed him. He hasn't even started. <laughs> he's got him for the 2020 Coleman, <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> the 2017 Coleman. <laughs> Will, in all seriousness, you should have seen MJ in that Essendon Collingwood JLT game in February. <laughs> I've never seen someone more excited at a debut that wasn't even a debut, it was a practice. <laughs> anyway, should have seen that's all we've got time oh, for. Sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Cheers, that's Ronnie. Ronnie Lerner from The Age. Thanks, boys. The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Well, a very exciting and interesting tour of India came to a close during the week for the Australian cricket side. Yeah, I guess it's been described as the best away series that Australia's been involved in for Australian viewers since maybe the 05 Ashes. Yeah, I can't remember an overseas tour that has had this much interest. Oh, definitely. For me personally as well, I was well into it. And it's such Mm. a shame that... It ended the way it did for us Aussies, but it was a great series nonetheless. Yeah, obviously a lot of the focus has been on Coley. Yep. 
and him being, well, I think Murph Hughes labelled him during the week as a flog. He called him a flog. He yeah. Just a fair dinkum flog, which I think is good. Yeah. Well, see, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Coley's. I like his work. Do you? Yeah. It, it adds excitement to the game. You need characters yeah. like that. We were talking about Kyrgios just before. Yeah. And you need characters like that to make sport interesting. To Coley's credit, he mm. definitely generated a lot more interest in the series for me yeah. than I would have had otherwise. Mm. So, yeah, I think you're right. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we made a video that we put on our Facebook page. Yeah. You can find the Facebook page at Will and MJ and view the video. It's been viewed 1.5 million times. Yep. A lot of those views have come from the subcontinent. <laughs> and we've picked up a fair few Pakistani followers on Facebook. Unfortunately, our main followership is now from Pakistan yeah. Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> and we were wondering why the fans... Because this, this was a video about the Indian pitches. Yep. And it was a joke video where we sort of... We set fire to a cricket pitch and yep. hit, it, we hit it with a hammer and things like that. It was derogatory yet tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, t- exactly. That's how I'd describe it. And so it. we thought, why are all the Pakistanis and people from Bangladesh enjoying this video so much when it's aimed at India? Yeah. And then we realised they just hate India. So yep. they, that's why they're getting into it. There are a lot of Indians getting amongst it that I noticed, mm. but it was only that the moment they won the series that we got flooded. Well, we both started, our phones started lighting up with yeah. notifications and we're going, <laughs> what's going on? It was an absolute flood of yeah. comments from Indians <laughs> and they're all along the same line. I love, a lot of them referred to us as the Australian media, which yeah, I thought well, was, well, that was nice. Hey, you know, yeah. we're in the scene. Yeah. Funny how Aussies need support of their media, uh, social media wags and everyone to win. We yeah. just do our stuff on the pitch. Aussies are bad losers. How to become a loser by Australian media. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get referred to, to the, Australian media the, as the media a lot of times. Yep. We're referred to as lost Australians a lot, which I thought was pretty. So lost, lost Australians, okay. as in we lost. Oh, okay, it's a good lost pun. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Good, yeah. Get to give puns good credit. Not where bad, do. especially when your English is your second language. <laughs> That's not um, bad. Lost Australians lose mm. a series. Sour losers. Yep. Uh, when did Aussies turn into Bangladeshi? Stop crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. This is how a losing team wastes their time creating a dumbass video instead of winning <laughs> against the number one test team in the world. <laughs> like we're actually on the tour. Well, did the, <laughs> we should have st- not stopped wasting our time making that video and put it into positive things. Peter Hanscom didn't make the video. Yeah. We could have gone out there and helped Steve Smith with his bat with yeah. his batting techniques. We should have we should have been more involved. You know, woken up Dave Warner and you know yeah. been his alarm clock. In hindsight, we sh- we could have done more. Yeah, clean we'll, You know, we could have been over there just cleaning their sheets or doing yeah. the washing, like how them out a bit more. I agree yeah. with that. Who, who made that comment? Um, um, yeah, that comment was made by uh, Tejesh Kumar. Yeah. And I'm personally disappointed with myself. I think we could have done more. I think we could have done a lot more. Dumb ass Instead videos. of making dumb videos, we could have been helping the team. I agree with him. <laughs> Do you want to know my favourite comment? Yeah. What? Um, blaming the pitch. It's like blaming your dad's dick for your shitty face. <laughs> Post on Triple M. Will, I just want to say to everyone that you're in charge of this segment. Yeah, I'd really want to distance myself from. Yeah, it, this is honest. all me. Um, in during the week, mm. Warwick Kappa, Sydney Swans and Brisbane Bears icon, mm. he announced that he is going to be involved in a tax business, <laughs> a tax form service of, of, if you like. So it's called Kappa Tax. Kappatax.com.au. Do we, need, the do, one we, do we need to be plugging Warwick Kappa's business? It's, it's the one-click tax, the simplest way to get your tax return done. Kappa wants so to I do think, your tax. I think the less coverage we give this bloke, the better, to be honest. Mate, if you sign up, it's free for limited time only. <laughs> <laughs> Kappa will do your tax for you. Are you getting paid off by Kappa or something? <laughs> Why are we... Do- 
<laughs> I wanted to play you this. This is yeah. the video that comes on Kappa's website. This is legit. It sounds like a piss take. But so he's actually... This pe is, people would actually trust Warwick Kappa with their money. Well, let's see. After this video, I certainly do. Is that him singing, That's is it? it? Yeah. It's a tune. <laughs> it's a banger. <laughs> this is a promo. Oh. So it's called I Only Claim What's Mine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's his voice. I'm taking I can't put it on. Okay. Oh, Dad, please just play at the end because the end's important. This is where. What, you want to fast forward? He it? Get, yeah, he gets his message across. The, the, am, the amount of work it, that people here at Triple M go to to put the best playlist together yeah. in all no. of Australia and then we're just ruining no, no, playing I, crap I, like this. I appreciate that but you've got to play at the end because you can see where the tax undertones come in. The whole There's tax themes throughout the whole song. Can you hear that? Claim, claim. <laughs> it's an ad for Kappa Tax. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, I just wanted to yeah. bring your attention to it. There's one click tax, kappatax.com. <laughs> Stop plugging it. We've got stop. enough ads as it is. I know. Stop plugging right. it. The other bit of housekeeping I wanted to, <laughs> just for the record, Warwick Cap is a bloke that is set to lose $60,000 on his unit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's asking for other people's money. It's, is that alleged or is that? No, no, open? that's, that's, that's on realestate.com.au, oh, the okay. other way. Okay. Um, okay. Guinness World Records. Yeah. Now, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, just another wanna, day in the life of yeah, our show. We want to break a world record where yeah. we go to the most football games in one day. Yeah. So games out in the country, wherever, and we want to yeah. go attend as many games as possible in one day and break a world record. And we because have... because any going to probably ten games would break the world record because oh, yeah. the record doesn't exist. I don't think it exists. Mm. And we have been hounding Guinness. Just non stop. <laughs> Call them every day. We sent them one email about eight weeks ago. <laughs> and it's a twelve week process. Yeah. You know what they've been mucking around with in the meantime? Not what? just Guinness, Australian Guinness. They've broken the world record in Innisfail in North Queensland for yeah. the world's longest banana split. What a boring. What a, what a junk record that, that, that is. Terrible. What? <laughs> cares? Sure, if that gets through the system, surely ours. It's actually a there's, record people would care about. There's just all these people lining up bananas just doing like this snake, this big snake banana with boring. sauce all over it. Who cares? Who cares? St just please check your emails, yeah, Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> Stop worrying about bloody bananas and other fruits. Just <laughs> check your email. Get back to us. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please. <laughs> this has been the Greenfield Post. We're begging you. This begging. has been the Greenfield Post on Triple M. We're on every Sunday at 10 p.m. Yep. Um, follow us our Facebook page, Will and MJ. A yeah. few good videos up there. Yeah, we're just starting to churn a few more out now that's sports sports season. Oh, that Buckley one just clocked, oh. clocked 100,000 just Exploded. then. Exploded. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. This All is right. the Greenfield Post on Triple M. I'm glad we got that housekeeping out of the way. Just before we go, Cap Attack, stop. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M.